Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Hammer and Nigel Show. Hello, my name is Nigel. That's Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the hotline. Tony Kennett is the host of the Tony Kennett Cast. 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, right after our program here at 93 WIBC. Also an investigative reporter at The Daily Signal. Tony, a lot of stuff happening nationally, and I want to get your thoughts on that in just a second. But let's start here in Indy. Uh, We played some audio yesterday of the Attorney General Todd Rakita uh, rolling out this program where if anybody sees this DEI or critical race theory crap being taught in a classroom, you can go online, you can report it. I know education is kind of your wheelhouse here, so I want to get your perspective on it. Absolutely. Uh, he came and, and broke that on the, the Tony Kinnick cast uh, yesterday, no, the day before. Uh, the, the days fly by at, at this time of year. And uh, he kind of outlined a few things that he really looked for in trying to help parents keep track of some of the stuff that schools Uh, have been hiding from them the last couple of years. And this is really the key issue. There have been, I would say, at least over a dozen Indiana public schools which have been caught red-handed, either omitting, obfuscating, or flat-out denying uh, disturbing policies, content, lessons, et cetera, um, to parents. So I think, and I've called for quite a while, some kind of a database to be created when we find situations where something is particularly disturbing. Because right now, you know, some kind of a story breaks, everyone talks about it for two weeks, and then everyone forgets it and people pretend like it never even happened. And so that part of it's really good. I asked Rakita in the interview, I said, do you have a way to confirm that these things that parents are reporting are real. Because that was my key concern. Obviously, in Kokomo, a couple of years ago, there was this hoax about litter boxes in the bathrooms. And I don't want to see something like that used as a, a way to discredit anyone who has concerns about schools. And he told me that they're only accepting primary sources and that they're checking these, those things out to be true before they're posted. What my big takeaway from all of this is, The entire left has lost their ever-loving mind at this. And I came out originally and said, I'm going to wait to see how it's rolled out to give judgment. You know, I I think that a policy is half what's written and half how it's implemented. Watching the left lose their mind over this, though, makes me want to support it. You know what I mean? What's their reaction been like? What what have you seen and heard? Uh, I imagine a small Yorkshire Terrier screaming (laughs) fascist at the top of its lungs. Um, you and I were texting about this the other night, Tony, how already a lot of these crazy lunatic leftists in other cities that have nothing to do with the state of Indiana or the city of Indianapolis, they're flooding this thing or they're planning to flood this thing with a lot of frivolous crap just to make it look, you know, busy. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're, they're so angry. They're just so upset about it. Like, How could this is just like Hitler youth? It's like reporting your neighbor. No, um, I will remind everyone yet again that public schools are taxpayer funded entities and everything that happens in that school is already obtainable by a freedom of information request. Rakita, in at least in his vision for this uh, tool, is cutting out the middleman and just slapping that stuff up there as soon as it's confirmed as real. So, I mean, 
honestly, as far as I'm concerned, the real issue is that there are schools that I'm discovering on that list that are holding a black only college fair. Um, that's racial discrimination, not to mention all the gender support plans and other really creepy junk that has been going on in a lot of schools, though the administrators and teachers have denied it. Can you do this anonymously? Can you submit anonymously and then they follow up? Is that the point of this whole thing, actually? I honestly, I'm going to tell you that from my first and second look at the form, I don't think that you can do so completely anonymously. You can put a different name down. Okay. And I'm not sure. Again, I asked Rakita how they plan to do this follow up. He assured me there was a process. We didn't have time to outline the process. Okay. So, again, this is one of those things that I just feel like parents don't sure. I, parents don't speak up about this stuff because they they get canceled and they're pointed out on social media and they're shamed when they see it happening in their schools. And so I figure this portal is a way for them to make it easier to point out and, and say, look, you know, here it is. Here's the proof. And, and, and that looks like to be the, the purpose of the plan. Again, not only, you know, you're talking about people being canceled. I was fired for revealing what was going on inside Indianapolis oh, yeah. public schools. I obviously have a, a vested interest in making sure information gets out there. I can reveal, and this is perhaps icing on the cake, several of these schools which have told like Chalkbeat and the Indiana Capital Chronicle, well, a lot of this information is out of context and we don't know how that was shared and, and we don't know if any of it's true. A lot of that was actually shared to Rakita's office by teachers at that school. Uh, so yeah. just saying, um, it's not just parents submitting these kinds of concerns. Some of it will be anonymous. Again, I'm expecting the form to probably go through several revisions over the next couple of weeks. Uh, but in the meantime, I can't give you a definitive answer because so. But teachers know, have been using it too. To design it. Teachers have been using yes. it too. Oh, wow. Uh, according to the yeah. attorney general's office, and also an individual who is a teacher who claims to have submitted something, teachers okay. are using this as well. Tony Kennett joining us, the host of the Tony Kennett Cast here at ninety three WIBC. Uh, Ronna McDaniel is going to be leaving. Um, her post as the head of the RNC after the South Carolina primary. I think this is something that a lot of people have been calling for for a while after underperforming in election after election, Tony. Curious as to what you think. Have you ever been like sitting down and all of a sudden you just started getting into a better mood? I think that's what happened around the country <laughs> last night as news broke from the New York Times that Ronna McDaniel, who has presided over more defeats in elections for the Republican National Convention than any other person that headed it in the organization's Yee. history. Yeah, Whoa. absolutely. Because usually, you know, you, you're in charge of getting Republicans elected. You don't get Republicans elected, you get fired. She was kept on a couple of more terms, and her tenure was extended. So to get rid of her in this election season, we're actually talking about this on the, the Tony Kinnick cast tonight. It's really a tale of two albatrosses. The Democrats are clinging to Mayorkas as he sinks them to the bottom of the ocean, and Republicans are getting rid of their worst enemy, which is Ronna McDaniel. You know, as a sports fan, this is like when your team is underperforming and you know the coach has to go. Like toward the end of the Archie Miller era, when he was the IU basketball coach, you would just watch that team with disdain and you would hope to wake up to the news one day, he's not the coach anymore because that mm. job was too big for him. Was this job too big for Ronna McDaniel? 
I would say it's worse than that. Ronna McDaniel is this <laughs> Chicago Republican style. By the way, the same people who ran the Jefferson Tree campaign. Yeah, those are Ronna McDaniel's people. Um, imagine if Archie Miller went out into the game and the guys all crowd around and said, OK, coach, what's the plan? And uh, Miller didn't talk to him. He just went out into the middle of the court and took a dump and then left Ooh. the building. That's Ronna McDaniel. That's also like, Archie Miller, to be fair, Tony Kent. That was also the Archie yeah, Miller era. I, okay, I, I'll, I'll give you that one in spades. It really was just depressing to know that no matter what Republican was in office, McDaniel was just garbage at getting people elected. I know there are a few people up to replace her. I, I'm watching that very eagerly because I think this is what defines not the presidential race, but the more important race in 24, and that's the congressional elections. Tony Kennett here on the Hammer and Nigel show. What does it say about Nikki Haley? Uh, okay, two things. Nikki Haley showing up on Saturday Night Live and then uh, getting boat raced by uh, none of the above in Nevada. <laughs> um, what do you think? I, I thought when Nikki Haley showed up on Saturday Night Live, it reminded me of every celebrity that Biden has brought on stage with him. And he doesn't even know who they are because he thinks that, like, Audrey Hepburn's still running around. LLJ so, Cool J, I believe, was his exact uh, phrasing for when LL joined him. Ab- absolutely. So Nikki Haley going on Saturday Night Live was very cringy. Um, I was embarrassed. I wouldn't say I'm embarrassed for her because she's certainly done a lot of that. Uh, but the only thing more hilarious than that awkward performance was watching her get beaten by a write-in. I don't think has that ever happened in a presidential primary. Yeah. I remember. I remember a couple of years back. I think it was 2016. It wasn't somebody that was winning the primary, but the write-in candidate D's nuts was really doing well in the North Carolina primary. If you remember, but D's nuts didn't win the North Carolina primary, did they? They did not. I mean, Nikki Haley was blown out of the water by none of the above. I mean, Mike Pence has been out of the race for months, and he was even kind of itching up on Nikki Haley's numbers. Nikki Haley's supposed to have the evangelical vote in spades. No one trusts her. We're talking about that tonight, too. She was the worst possible candidate to run. Everyone who supported her should feel bad for supporting her because I have yet to have anyone, and I seriously mean anyone, the most political people that we know, give me one good reason why she would have made a good president. Tell me one thing she advocated for. I, I can't find one. Now, I can't do that for you, but do we really need to make anything out of Nevada? Because Nevada's uh, primary caucus system is so confusing. It's so bizarre. They have a primary, but it doesn't count and it doesn't matter. Then they have a caucus, which they don't have great turnout for. The whole thing kind of stinks. And that's true. It's very true. But to get blown out of the water, again, it wasn't close. It wasn't like 48 to 52. I, I mean, Nikki Haley was wrecked by <laughs> none of the above. How do you get wrecked by none of the above? That's a choice on a medical survey, not a presidential primary. <laughs> uh, what do you got coming up on the big show tonight? Well, we're talking about Mayorkas and McDaniel and how that completely changes the game in 24. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit with a fantastic bodybuilder who's making huge waves as far as getting young men to work out. And we're going to talk about uh, just the absolute mess that was the Haley campaign. Tony Kennett, the Tony Kennett cast tonight, 7 o'clock, right after our program here at 93 WIBC. Tony, have a great show tonight. We'll talk to you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.